If you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to assume you're a fan of both Bachelor Party and or Jam Session. And if that is true, there's a new Spotify feature that lets you automatically follow the show. Tap the bell on the show page to get notified as soon as new episodes are released. So for Bachelor Party, that's Bachelor Party. And for Jam Session, that's Ringer Dish. By turning on new episode notifications, you'll also automatically start following the show. And if you aren't already, I just don't know why. All the latest episodes from shows you follow can be easily accessed in the What's New feed on your home screen within the Spotify app. So what are you waiting for? Now let's batch. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me... I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, and it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm here today with a return guest, Dr. Joe Park. Welcome back. How are you? Hey, it's uh, it's great to be back. Thank you for having me on, Juliet. It's always good to talk to you. It's funny that you just waved. Just want everyone to know. Like, no, <laughs> no one else knows that, but you just waved. But I really appreciate. Very courteous. But they should also know we're on Zoom. So as long as you know, that's that's good enough for me. Man, I'm sick of Zoom, but it's very conducive for podcasting. So it's all good. Um, Joe, I've decided that I'm not going to call you Dr. Joe. I know that only people from the Bachelor franchise do that. And I want to be above it. Can I say um, that is a litmus test for me, too? I probably should put this on blast on a podcast. But when (laughs) someone calls me straight up Dr. Joe all the time, I know there's a distance between us. And when people just call me Joe, like my close friend, like Kenny. Kenny doesn't call me Dr. Joe. Kenny just Mm -hmm. calls me Joe. Um, hmm. so yeah, I, I appreciate that. I'm good with that, okay. but not everyone else. Great. So for you, it's okay, Julia, but everyone else, <laughs> it's not okay. I like that you went to Kenny as your close friend. I mean, there's so much to talk about, but <laughs> the number, the place we must start is Joe. Last time you were here, I implored you to not go on paradise. I was just felt really strongly about it. It was a, something that I needed to get off my chest and needed to share with you. And you ignored my advice. So you're back today. Hopefully, um, 
you know, hopefully it'll remain friendly, even though you ignored my advice. I'm just wondering if you feel that I was correct or if you made the right choice in going on paradise. (laughs) So Monday morning, morning quarterback, I'm Mm -hmm. not sure it was the best experience for me, but I think if I hadn't gone and not knowing what would have happened, I would have always wondered. Okay. Um, And so in that respect, sometimes even the, I, it's good to have that peace of mind to say, hey, I went, didn't go exactly the way I had hoped it would go. But at least I have that peace of mind of saying, you know, you tried and uh, I'm okay with that. Okay. All right. That's good. I feel like you're, that was diplomatic. You both validated my opinion while not getting excommunicated from Bachelor Nation. So <laughs> great stuff. <laughs> I do wonder though, I was thinking about this um, today. Are Damar and I... Do we have the ignominious honor of being the most rejected people in all of Bachelor Nation? Because we were rejected by two bachelorettes. And then the first time around, when we were in paradise, that's three, that's like going over three in the finals or over three in the World <laughs> Series. But like the highest ever, maybe? Well, Nick Bial famously was on the bachelorette twice and rejected by two bachelorettes in the final two. And then went on paradise. And he like kind of found love, but it didn't really work out long term. But then he was the bachelor and that didn't work out. But he has a happy relationship. So I think Nick is close. Okay. Okay. Fair. Again, I don't know enough about the history of the game. Um okay. but uh but just I thought I'd ask a sage. But Thanks. anyway, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um so <laughs> when you weren't necessarily having the best time ever, did you think about how I told you not to go on paradise or did that just, that just like banish that thought from your head and please be honest. I don't want you to like be nice. Be like, yeah, of course I thought about that. Juliet, everything you've ever said resonates with me daily. <laughs> so of course I did, you know, in the middle of the date when Natasha brought Brendan, I, the first thought was, Oh, Juliet told me I shouldn't be here. I knew this would go very awkwardly. The second was my Brendan. Yeah. Um, but first was obviously what you told me. Of course it was. Come on. Okay. No, but seriously, did you think about it? <laughs> Not once. <laughs> Not <laughs> once. I was, I, uh, I took the money and I ran. I was like, hey, you get paid to do this? Get out of here. I'm, I'm there. Okay. But All also, right. there, were, I knew there were people who I was semi potentially interested in. And I was like, okay, well, let's give this, uh, let's give this paradise thing a shot. Who were Seems you interested in? People. You know, so I'm not, um, I don't know that many people from Bachelor Nation. That's not true, man. I know that you're hanging out with people all the time in New York. <laughs> I knew a couple of people from just the last season, just people from last season. Okay. And then uh, I had some idea um, of who else might be there. I just did really an age-adjusted breakdown of who I could potentially meet there based mm-hmm. yeah, based on this, like, this pseudo list, this potential list. And yeah, I knew Natasha was going to be there. I didn't know, but they said she may be there. Um, I heard Kendall may be there. And just age-adjusted, it seemed like those two people were in the right, again, age range. Interesting. Possible so, elimination. So did you feel like you needed to date someone close to 30? Uh, I'm looking for like a real like a real, real thing. Sure. So not necessarily marriage, but something uh, substantive. And um, obviously, I wanted to go to a beach and sight lead in front of TV cameras to find that. And so, yeah, yeah I said, sure, her, her paradise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, interesting. And so then when you first hit the beach, obviously, you came in following some really rocky times. First of all, were you expecting to see Brendan there? 
Yeah, I was expecting to see him there. Um, I knew he was there and um, I knew he was going there. Um, and obviously I knew that there was a possibility that he wouldn't, but yeah, I mean, I was, I was excited to just, yeah, see him again. I hadn't seen him for, I hadn't, I hadn't seen him for a few months, um, leading up to it. So yeah, yeah I, I was, I read the, I read the Cliff's notes of your interview with, with Ashley and Ben from almost famous. And I, I know you said that you hadn't seen him yeah. for a bit, but one thing that's kind of funny is I was thinking about like one thing that he and Piper said that made a lot of sense to me is like, they wouldn't have had the opportunity to have like sustained time together if they hadn't gone on paradise and while many other things that they said were either not true or nonsensical that did resonate and i was like yeah that that makes sense and i feel like it's same for your friends like you see what like aaron and james you know i mean they fell in love and i i feel like (laughs) friend love is very important and i feel like it is true like if you were really tight with some of these dudes you don't live in the same city it probably was like a good opportunity to just like hang out with your friends it obviously is not the intent going in, but it's a nice ancillary benefit if you're there. And sure. you could, especially if you can meet their potential love interest too. And um, yeah, just just have fun um, together. Uh, it's like being on like a group date or double date in the real world, except with each other. And you obviously know each <laughs> other better. So um, the possibilities were there. The potential for an awesome time were there, I thought. So what did you know? When you walked down to the beach, by the way, actually, before you answer that, did anyone greet you? We used to always see Chris Harrison greeting the new arrivals, but this season that didn't happen as much. So like, did anyone greet you before you walked in? Um, no, there was a, a large gentleman. He said, just go down those stairs. And then I was like, these stairs, and he just gave me a swift kick and I just <laughs> fell on the beach. And I was like, Hey, uh, I guess I'm here. I saw a bunch of cameras and, um, yeah, that was it pretty much. Okay. Yeah. So you get to the beach. No greeting. And like, what's it like? Does everyone like just like waiting for you to be there? Like, what's the first like 30 seconds of being on Bachelor in Paradise like? It is odd because I quarantined for a period of time that I'm not allowed to disclose, but for a period of time. I and heard it was 11 days, but carry on. Neither here nor there. Can't, can't confirm nor deny. But for a long time, and I was solo in this room. And a couple of times, I get a couple of visitors during the whole course of that time, who visits but you're you? really solo with your own thoughts. People within the franchise, oh. no people, cast members, but just people producers. Um, checking in people, gotcha. producers. Yes. Okay. Who just say, Hey, how you doing? Um, but three times during that quarantine period and really you're with your own thoughts. And I'm not sure if most people have been alone, alone without phone, internet, anything. The only it, the people the, the people I was most closest with were, were the people on TV were like the Spanish newscasters I would watch every you know like seven to nine o'clock at night. Most people but who could relate weird. to this experience have probably been in prison in solitary confinement. Right. I, would, I would say that's <laughs> right. like the main comp. Who else would know what it's like to be really alone without any communication? So when I first got there, it was odd just seeing. A dozen people or yeah. so, out of nowhere, and everyone also stand, um, just standing in attention while you came on, which had never happened on the the first time. Obviously, we all waited for the Bachelorette to come on, but it was odd being the other, the other, on the other, uh, on the other side, and them all waiting for you. And I, yeah, I just asked, "Is this how it always feels? This is weird," because uh, and it was just having everyone hanging on to your word. 
Who was the first person yeah, you talked think- to? First person I talked to was Natasha. Oh, okay. Had you guys yeah. hung out in New York? No, we had never hung out. We tried a couple of times. Uh, we had played phone tag or DM tag or sure. a text tag, but never actually hung out. Um, which is a shame because it would have been nice to it just meet before, you know, we're here. So, but no. Have you hung out since? We haven't hung out, hung out. We were, we were in the same group sure. for a very brief period of time. Um, but there were so many people around and we, we said we gave our pleasantries. I think we both knew there was nothing substantive that would have come out of that moment. Mm-hmm. Not that there necessarily needs to be, but it was pleasant and um, she was having fun and I was having fun. And that was, uh, it was, it was, it was nice. Okay. Okay. And so you get to the beach, you talk to Natasha and then like, what happens? Like, what do you do all day? And like, how do you decide... <laughs> who to take on a date like and like what do you know about the vibe it must be so weird it, it is weird because half the people or more than half the people are taken you don't know exactly who is and who isn't so i, I pulled mari and she was like yeah kenny and i actually looked at kenny as a fake out as a no look pass like kenny and i asked mari without knowing anything and then afterwards i was like hey sorry dude i didn't realize jokingly i said sorry i wasn't that sorry but um but yeah it is weird and then the other half of the people potential people you could ask to go on this date it seemed like had been there for some time and had been through something not so great like kendall i pulled and she obviously was going through um something after seeing joe um fall in love with serena i don't think we saw that conversation no we didn't see it again there was there was a lot of things that um yeah that time permit didn't allow um wasn't she hooking up with that yeah, too that was honestly one of the biggest without knowing because i also didn't know i didn't watch paradise before i didn't realize <laughs> i'm <that> aware I, <laughs> I was told she told me oh yeah i also was hanging out i've been hanging out with ivan and so that automatically for me was a no-go right i didn't realize everyone was with everyone i really had no idea that how fluid things were in paradise. I was still operating in real world um, <laughs> mentality. And the same thing, Chelsea, Chelsea's beautiful, but I knew she went out with a friend of mine in the real world. So I would never uh, even think about making a move on her. Sure. Out of respect. Sure. And I said, felt the same with Ivan. So anyway, yeah, it was uh, so weird. To, like, after I watch it, I'm like, everyone's just, it's it's a it's like a merry-go-round or lazy susan or something like that something like that oh my goodness those are the the nice ways to put it Uh, um let's talk about the giant margaritas did you actually drink a lot of that how much of the giant margarita did you have are you a margarita drinker in general um i'm a i i'm a fan of margarita but also when in rome you know when in mexico it seemed like the thing to do i would say the first half, when we were just hanging out, getting to know each other, I probably took a couple of sips. But the, the second half, when we got into it, I drank much more uh, after that. <laughs> like, oh, no. How long was your date? Oh, no. It was about an hour and a half. Oh, I was actually shorter it, it, it than I was expecting. That's not that long. An hour and a half? That's yeah. that's like my cap on a bad date. I'm like, okay, I just got to make it to 90 <laughs> minutes and then out. So I don't consider that very long. <laughs> Do you just just dip out to the bathroom and never come back? Is that the move? No, of course not. That's so rude. But like, I feel like I feel like ninety minutes you've given it the old college try, and then you can move on. But if it's going well, I don't know, go much longer, I suppose. Who who knows? But 
Also, I feel like bachelor dates, I've always heard are like much longer than you think, but would it have been longer if it hadn't gotten awkward with the Brendan conversation? Yeah, there was behind us. There was um, a a fun uh, hot tub or pool set up with Gina. It it was this comical. Everything was large. So I that's I actually just realized that now there's a large margarita glass. There was a a pool that looked like a giant margarita glass with big ice cubes. And after that talk, I just looked and we just looked at each other and I think we both agreed the vibe is just not right. I packed my bathing suit and I was like. I'm not sure that's for us to get all silly Billy in a giant <laughs> margarita pool. I'm not sure that was the right or the, that wasn't the energy at the time. So oh my God. We, that's uh, awkward. Yeah, it, might, it might've gone, it might've gone longer. That's, that's wow. a fair point. I feel like um, you probably aren't the record holder for most breakups on bachelor television shows, but you might be the record holder for shortest one-on-one date. That sounds really <laughs> short by my standard from what I know. <laughs> Um, it's good to be have a right. Good to be known yeah. for something at least. I yeah, guess. you want to be, be at the top of some list, a list, yeah. a list. I guess. I guess. Um, so. I'm kind of sick of Brendan and Piper. My take is, I hope they get back together. I'm just like, I don't make this all for naught, guys. Like, make it work. What do you think? Where, mm. where, like, what's your kind mm. of like final takeaway on on the central drama of the season? And also. Were people talking about it a lot? Sorry, I keep like interrupting. I, I, I interrupt you before you can even answer. But were people talking a lot about this situation on the beach once you, after your date and stuff? After the date, there was a lot of filling in. And so they had talked to me about what happened with Chris and Alana. Oh, Alana, yeah. And uh, as well as obviously Brendan and Piper. Um, so yeah, I got filled in a little bit and... The takeaway, I, I said the same thing on, on Ashley and Ben's podcast. But oh, come on. Mix it up. Give me the real joke. Mix it up. This is, that will, I'm sorry, that's, I'll say this. <laughs> I think, again, I know Brendan in, in so many different ways. We've had so many experiences together. I know him. He is a good friend. Um, I know him to be a good uh, uncle, uh, son, brother. And also, I do think if anyone is judged based on their worst five or 10 things they've ever done or mistakes they made or bad decisions they've made, we'd all look like monsters, especially if it's broadcast on national television. And though, again, I don't, I don't agree with anything he did or, or the way he spoke with Natasha. And I definitely think there was some gaslighting going on. I, I'm still going to be someone uh, that he can lean on uh, if he wants to talk to. And we have spoken and, um, I do think he's learning. He's really reflecting on this. He's always been a thoughtful person. I've always said that about him and anyone who knows him knows that to be true. And he is thinking about this a lot. I can, I can tell you that. Good. That's great. It's I think important to learn from challenges and mistakes. So glad it didn't mean anything to him. Obviously that would be like psychotic behavior. If he just was like moving on back to whatever. So (laughs) yeah, it's definitely not been easy on him. Um, You know, luckily he's got a good family. Um, and he's not all about, um, being in the spotlight and I'm not sure, um, he cares that much about Instagram. It's really just, yeah, I think he's just reflecting on, on how he could have done better and, um, treated people better while he's there, which I commend. Good. I'm personally trying to detox from Instagram. So I hope Brendan is as well. 
it, it, we had a good uh, couple of hours yesterday, though, huh? It was. It, uh, it inspired I, me. I was like, "Cool, I didn't miss this. I'm taking the app off my phone." I think it just like when I was quarantining, uh, just like when we all quarantined for the show. I think most of us come to a point where we realize if no one else had this, we'd be okay. I, I felt yeah. that way the first time I was in the Bachelorette. We don't need this stuff at all. No, no, we all be it's, fine without it. It's raw. It's it's bad. That's a separate podcast. Um, I want to ask you some really nitty gritty, ticky tacky questions about what it's like in paradise. And then we're going to talk about, uh, vaccines, which is one of the reasons why you're here. My company Spotify has a partnership with the ad council, which if you want to know more about vaccines, go to the get vaccine answers.org and we'll get more into that. Um, I'm thrilled to share that I recently got my booster cause I qualified for it in the state of New York. And I guess the whole country. So I, I want to know if you think that was a wise idea or not. Um, so we will we will talk about that. But first, what is a sleeping arrangement like? Like, what is your bed like? And like, what's the, what's like the accommodations? I don't think I'm letting out any big secrets as far as production or anything. So no, we can we of- can see it kind of, but like I just never yeah. really understood it. Um, a lot of bunks. A lot of bunks. It's very top bunk um, or bottom bunk for you. I was a bottom bunk, um, but that was completely arbitrary. Um, But yeah, it's very, it's it's very nice. It's open air. Uh, You could hear the waves crashing on the shore. It's very romantic. It is a very beautiful setting. Um, What are the temps like? I can't knock the setting at all. Was it hot? It is very hot. It's It's sweltering. It's sweaty and uh, it's not the best for anyone's skin. I especially feel bad for, you know, I don't wear makeup or anything, um, but I do feel bad for the women who go on the show who, yeah, who who may have to put on makeup because I imagine it's not easy to keep on when you're sweating and you're sticky all the time. Um, So yeah, it's not the best setting to look good and there's no air conditioning anywhere. The only place where there's air conditioning is the boom, boom room, which is a big incentive to go to the boom, boom room. (laughs) Where is the boom, boom room in relation to where your bunks are? It's, 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 uh, it's close. It's walking distance. It's, it's very close. I I just went to the bathroom there once and I was like, what? It's really nice. I get it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Outside of what happens in the boom, boom room, I get why people want to be there in general. Um, is there like a sign-up sheet? How do you reserve the boom boom room? Is it like an open table? How does that work? Listen, I wouldn't know. Come on, people no must idea. be talking about it though. No, I really have no <laughs> idea how because there's so many couples that work. I know that I imagine it was a very popular destination, but I uh, I wish I knew. Mm, okay, fair enough. And then, what's the meal situation like? Is there food all day? Can you eat whenever? Like, how how do you get to eat? Great, great food. Uh, really, 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 really cool. good food. Uh, made to order. Guac, tacos, um, whatever you want. It was uh, like at any really, time really, or designated meal times. Pretty much at any time you could you could get food. Mm, yeah, really okay. good food, and that was definitely a huge perk of being there. You definitely ate well. Nice. And so then, like, what'd you do all day? You went on one date. Like, what'd you do every other day? Oh, uh, man. Did, what did, did you we go in the do? ocean at all? Went in the ocean, frolicked a little bit. 
it was it was different and that's one of the things that was very different for me this time around because natasha was gone um the day after my day she went on a day with ed and it was hard and then there was a storm so one day we went away for the storm and then the other times a lot of people were talking to their love interest mm. or their like interest or i'm falling in love interest whatever you want to call it and um, i could be falling in love with you interest <laughs> Um, whatever the verbiage is that people use. And it was different the first time. And it was harder to interact with people because of that. Because I could tell that obviously people want to get their time. People want to have their romantic time. And um, in some way, there was, I almost felt like there was a hierarchy too. It's like when oh, you knew you were already in a thing, you were just, just walking around like you owned the place. And then the, the people who was like, didn't exactly know you're like, just, you, you walked around with, it was a very polarizing Oof. experience. On, on that all sounds respect. awful. That's <laughs> awful. That's like when you go to a wedding and like, there's no other single people and you're like the only one. I would honestly make it, I would, uh, it's more akin to a uh, high school or a middle mm. school dance. Cause the oh wedding, everyone's God, matures, like, Hey, how you doing? Everyone's yeah. friends. How you doing? Oh, what are you doing? It wasn't, it was really more a high school, middle school dance style. Oh where, my God. That sounds awful. Yeah. Hey, there was a prom, right? Oh God. Did you did you go to your prom? I did go to my prom. And I had a, I went to two proms. But nice. I think you what you're gonna ask, did you consider leaving? Yes. Did you consider leaving the show? I, I thought about it. I was this I, was, I thought about uh after uh after I came back from the the my date and then Ed went on his date. I was thinking, I'm not sure what kind of foundation we'll have. And also, I knew Natasha's in New York. So I thought maybe we had a shaky start. Maybe I could see her in New York. And I didn't really see any other viable options. So in that respect, I strongly considered saying thank you for the opportunity. It was a, a great opportunity. And I do appreciate um, just being invited back um, and seeing and then just being part of that environment again. There are a, a lot of amazing people involved um, on Bachelor in Paradise from filming and sound and um, art department is amazing. And so, yeah, and a lot of friends that I got to saw again. So see you again. So anyway, but yeah, I thought about it. Okay. This is, you're, you're hitting up against the central problem with the show, which is that if you like, there's only five rose ceremonies, right? But like if you exchange roses with someone like in two consecutive ceremonies or three or whatever, like you should have to leave. Uh, uh, a central problem of the show is that there's engagements at the end. Like it's like so ridiculous. No one should get engaged in that short amount of time. I mean, I, I don't know. I, that's just my personal rule, but moreover, it makes for boring television. Like by the end, it's just sort of like, okay, we get it. Serena and Joe, Kenny and Mari, Riley, and Marissa. Fine. We get it. Like they should have to like leave or there should be more incentives for them to break up. The The fact that an engagement is waiting <laughs> at the end is so counterproductive. Uh, I don't like, I'm first of all, Super happy for Kenny, Mari, Riley, Marissa, uh, Joe, and Serena. Um, and I hope that it works out for them. I think that's a great sign. I just think, to your point, again, I don't, I haven't seen the last episodes, but maybe there should be a separate area they go to, like a honeymoon area after three mm -hmm. eight roses are exchanged. I don't think it should be kicked off. I think they should, there should be a, a separate couples retreat area. And um, the people who are, <laughs> like single can still mingle in a single area. So it doesn't feel so much like a high school dance where there are people who are coupled up and other people who are just 
waiting by the punch bowl with their hands in their pockets looking down. God, my high school didn't really have dances. Like, I, like we had like junior junior semi formal and senior prom, but like before that, there was like no dances, and even those like were very like group oriented. This truly sounds like a nightmare, like the worst version of high school. I'm gonna say I'm not as um, hormonal or history or histrionic or <laughs> that's good news um, or or or. I have more self-esteem and confidence, but even still it shook me a little bit. And, and yeah, it's weird when you have no tethers to the real world and other people, no safety nets at all. Um, or very few, I mean, Kenny and Riley were there and Ivan was there, which is great. But again, they were all either in a relationship or going through something. And so, yeah, it was, uh, it wasn't again, the easiest, I think for people who weren't in a solid relationship. Was it? Were you close with Kenny before Paradise? Like, were you closer with him from your season? Yeah, yeah. Kenny and I are super close. He's come over uh, a few times. Oh wow! Um, we were in the same. We started in the same limo. We oh. left together uh, on um, <laughs> on uh, on the first season of Bachelor. We we talked pretty frequently. They're very really? short. Yeah, yeah, very frequently. I think. What don't we know about Kenny? Like, I feel like he seems like a nice dude. He seems mature. He seems confident in himself. But like, what are we not seeing on TV that like we should know about him? Kenny's got a really good body. I don't know if you've seen that yet, but <laughs> Kenny is um, ripped. That's the only and thing it's I know a little about secret. him. <laughs> Kenny's also extremely funny. Kenny is uh, he deadpans a lot, hmm. and uh, yeah, he's he's super. He just drops a lot of dead panty one-liners and yeah, like he'll keep the conversation going and uh, he'll get a few laughs okay. um, out of nowhere, out of the blue. So Kenny's very substantive also. And Kenny's not the F boy that he looks like. The person you see right away is so not like who he is. And I'll say the same thing about Blake Monar, who is not there for very long either. Um, I shared a, um, uh, hotel room with Blake during the during the storm the storm uh-huh. and uh, Blake is very deep individual very philosophical and actually very thoughtful very thoughtful he actually did we did we actually I want to say <laughs> we spent an hour okay doing something um that night like for the next day uh-huh. like a very thoughtful gesture but he just didn't want and i'm not gonna say what but he just didn't want to do it because he thought it'd be too showy but blake is very thoughtful he really did put a lot of thought into um his experience and and his relationship yeah i like just didn't want to execute it's too bad maybe they can they can find love another time um will you be going on any more tv shows i hope not (laughs) (laughs) i think um it was it was it was a very fun uh chapter but uh i think i think that's it you're good okay yeah i'll think i'll I'll heed your advice last time you were here thank you thanks for giving me credit um last time you were here you claimed you weren't getting stopped on the street a lot what's it like these days people recognizing you asking for selfies what's it like uh sans mask there's been a, a little more but it's the weirdest um it's the weirdest group. It's not who you think. Today, I got stopped. I went to um, an Achilles workout, which is this group I, I, I run with, I volunteer with. And it was a like a seven-year-old woman who was there. I was there with Pete and Dustin, and she recognized them too. 
And, um, and then I was running in the park this past weekend and it was this very tall fit, uh, man walking his dog. And as I was running the loop at central park, someone was like, Dr. Joe. And I looked around and it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird mix of people. <laughs> oh my think? God. That's really or funny. This episode is brought to you by Reese's peanut butter cups. All right. It's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Um, your volunteer work is a great segue to talking about the vaccine. So Dr. Joe, Joe, although yeah, this is the doctor <laughs> segment, so perhaps it's appropriate. <laughs> um, like I mentioned, Spotify has a partnership with the ad council, which is participating in a lot of vaccine education. You can go to get If Joe here doesn't answer all of your questions. And, uh, I'd like to begin by saying that I recently got my booster, my third shot. And that's because I was allowed to. I didn't jump the line. I promise. Um, <laughs> like, should should people who got vaccinated already be thinking about getting boosters? Like, is it necessary? Um. So regarding the booster, um, your voice just changed. It, you just moved <clears throat> into doc to doctor voice. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, sorry, I had to call you out on it. I love it. This is what it's, you're, it's you're a like thing, as a professional. It's a thing. Sorry. Yeah. It's 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 the doctor patient voice. But um, I love it. But yeah, regarding the regarding the booster, the, there is a specific population that it's meant for. So, um, and obviously you fall into this, this category. Um, but it is for people who are either immunocompromised; they should get a third third shot. Um, it's and that's within four weeks. But aside from that, it's people who are above 65, 65 and older, uh, six months after their second shot, and it's just for the Pfizer vaccine. To be clear, just for the Pfizer boosters only not the rest of the Pfizer vaccine um, or people who are 18 to 49 in high risk settings or 18 to 49 with pre-existing medical conditions that could put them at risk for complications of COVID. Gotcha. So those are the, the groups. So it's not meant for everyone. And again, I assume a lot of these listeners are in adults. And so the booster thus far is not uh, available uh, to you unless again, you're included in one of the groups I mentioned earlier. Do you think eventually it'll be recommended for everyone? I know that you're not an immunologist, but just curious your your take as a medical professional. You're you're an anesthesiologist, in case anyone was wondering. Um, 
that is to be seen. I think this is a good, uh, this is a really um, good compromise they've made here because it, it does uh, boost the people who are most at risk, that being the elderly and immunocompromised. I think research shows that it is these populations that have the worst complications from having COVID. And as such, they're the ones who should have um, a booster shot. As far as who everyone getting it eventually, that I think will be determined based on the research that we see. And so I think that's just, we just need more time for the data to come out. And I think there'll be evidence-based um, directives coming from the government. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What do you think is like the most common misconception about vaccines at this point, even among people who are already vaccinated? Like, I think there's, seems like we've moved to a spot where people have kind of like made their decisions one way or the, another, but like uh, in both ends of the spectrum, there's like a lot of misconceptions. And I'm curious what you've encountered the most. The question I'm asked most frequently, this is just, again, anecdotal, this is my take is, especially now with breakthrough infections, which are still very rare amongst the vaccinated, um, they ask, if I can still get COVID, what's the point of getting the vaccine in the first place? If I could still, there are still breakthrough infections. My friend uh, got vaccinated and he still got COVID. So what's the point of getting the vaccination um, at all? And again, it's a very reasonable question, um, but there's also a very good answer to that question which is those who are vaccinated who have these breakthrough infections, which are very rare, and especially, it depends regionally where you are. Um, it depends on the percentage of people around you who are vaccinated, but people who get breakthrough infections, or which are rare, who have been vaccinated, the symptoms are still very, very mild versus the potential for people to get hospitalized um, or have severe illness who have not been vaccinated. And so that is a big difference. You may still, again, in rare cases, get a breakthrough infection, even though vac- even if you're vaccinated. But the important thing is you're not in the hospital and it's not severe. And the likelihood, honestly, of you spreading it as well is diminished. Um, mm-hmm. So data is showing. So for all those reasons, because yeah, you decrease the risk of spreading it to um, your loved ones as well. It's another uh, bonus of being vaccinated. Totally. I like to spend time with my parents. So I'm like, I'm just going to do it because then I won't have to worry about making them sick and making they're vaccinated, but just don't have to worry about that being an issue at all. It's, it's interesting. What's it like in the, in your hospital now? Like I'm sure it was very tough, um, through the, the most darkest days of COVID in New York city. Like what's it like just being a medical professional at this point? In New York, it's a lot better. The rates of vaccination are high and the cases are low. Um, Great vibe the on the streets again. these days, too, wouldn't you say? Oh, I mean, the New York is uh, is alive, especially with the weather being so great. Uh, I know it's such a such a difference from what a difference a year makes. It's seriously true. Uh, Even like last fall was like still like you could kind of like be like, okay, cool, let's go out for a meal. But I was having dinner in Soho last week, and I was like, yes, this is normal. Like people are just like out and about, like living life. It was, it's so nice. It's like a huge, huge benefit of so many people being vaccinated. And again, the population in New York, thankfully there's a, one of the highest rates in the country. And so it's more okay. Obviously there's still uh, regulations. There's still recommendations for masks while you're in, in, in indoors in large settings, but but yeah, but that's again, we're lucky in that way because our pop- our population in New York, um, so many people got vaccinated. But that's not the case everywhere, and there are places 
where it's still the highest it's ever been because vaccination rates are so low. And so I can I just it's just more evidence that shows that the vac- vaccines are working and you're going to protect yourself and your loved ones. They are now, uh, they're all, the vaccines are FDA approved. They have full approval. And at this point, with all the data available, with so many people being vaccinated, uh, there's almost no reason um, not to get it. Again, there, if you have allergies, any components, that's a good reason not to get it. But outside of that, there are very few reasons not to get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. When you were uh, on the show, I'm just, did people like talk about COVID or did you like forget about it? Cause I, I feel like with my friends, just like anecdotally, it's like still so central, even if people don't have it, but like, obviously this COVID experience will shape generations to come. But I, I'm like, did that, was it a talking point while you were on the beach or did people kind of forget about it temporarily? Like you're in a different world. Bachelor in paradise. It was also partly being open air. I think that helped because again, all the mm. dorms are open air. If every scenario pretty much was open air. And honestly, all of the um, people behind the scenes and producers were still wearing masks. So their, mm. their protocols were still very strict um, uh, credit to them. Um, so in that respect, it wasn't much of an issue, uh, much of a concern. Um, and especially because again, at this point, I, most people were, had been vaccinated, if not all of them. Um, the right. Case. But I just mean like in casual conversation to like people like share, like, this is my experience with COVID or like, I don't, I don't know. Like I just, I find in my own daily life, it comes up so frequently, obviously. And I'm just kind of curious, like if it was like a topic of conversation, like what do people talk about? <laughs> I'll say for me, it was a lot of catching up. I couldn't believe how much had happened in the short period of time. I wasn't there <laughs> in TV. I know TV time is long, but in real time. Yeah, sure. I, so I was just being caught up. And so we didn't talk about COVID too much. So for me, uh, there wasn't that much, maybe a little bit about people who I hadn't met before they asked what my experience was in New York, um, at the height, mm-hmm. but, uh, not too much. People were more talking about, you know, in their feelings, yeah, sure. talking about a relationship and such. Did you tell them how you had COVID and watched all of Narcos while you were recovering? Um, I didn't have that opportunity, um, <laughs> because again, I literally looked to my right and I saw no one, Abigail just canoodling like to my left i saw becca and thomas just laying there um you know falling in love and so yeah it was God. um you could have used an ipad yeah, to fun. watch some more narcos they sounds like um it wouldn't have hurt especially being in mexico it would have been appropriate yeah seriously oh my goodness <laughs> um joe thank you so much for joining me again today it was delightful to catch up with you i mean i'm just really glad i was right I just feel really vindicated. So thank you for coming here and giving me the opportunity to <laughs> affirm my own beliefs. <laughs> the last half hour. That's the only reason I'm back on here. Just so you can rub <laughs> the point that I told you so. That was the whole point of this. No, it was to catch up and to also, you know, talk a little about these vaccines that I yeah, think people, people should get. And um, if you do have more questions, remember, you can go to getvaccineanswers.org. Any other resources you want to mention? The CDC, so getvaccineanswers.org is a phenomenal resource because it does answer a lot of commonly uh, asked questions. Um, and as addition, the FDA and CDC also have a really good question and answer um, and informational um, pages that you can look at. 
Um, but yeah, getvaccineanswers.org is definitely a, a really good quick hitter uh, for good good information and again, very commonly asked questions and answers. Two final questions before we wrap here. Number one, would you go on a date with someone who was unvaccinated? Um, I don't think I would, but that's a multifaceted reason. As a doctor, knowing everything I know, I'm, I think our values would be in different places. Mm. How much this person cares about science and medicine, I think already that would be um, a very large chasm between us. Mm. I I agree. Like it's like yeah, it's totally a, a values thing. And if you don't align, you don't align. Number two, at what point would you say it's appropriate to ask a new person if they're vaccinated for yourself? I'm just kind of curious for your what your answer is. I would. Uh, I think for me, if I literally have never thought about, I've not thought about this question, but <laughs> I would, I would say pick a place indoors. I mean, I'm in New York, so you need to show that you're vaccinated. So yeah. pick a place indoors and that would already be an indicator whether or not That's they're vaccinated or not, because you need so to be smart. vaccinated to eat indoors yeah. and yeah. stay colder. And you know, you, know, you sure. can just say, yeah, I'm not sure if it's going to rain or what. So better to eat pick indoors, a rainy so. day. Look at the weather forecast. Like, pick oh, we got to go inside. Day. <laughs> that's a great that's a great tip um joe thank you so much good luck with your life in general and post television i think sounds like sounds like you know you're gonna do great um erica cervantes thank you for producing this episode and note we are off next week there is no episode to recap for like the first time in months and for the first time will in what will be months. So we will be, we will be dark on bachelor party next week, but then we will be back on October 19th to celebrate and to commemorate and to recap the premiere of Michelle's season of the bachelorette. So please join me then have a great week and I will talk to you soon. Thanks again, Joe. Thanks a lot, Juliet. Really a pleasure to be here. And uh, once again, all your listeners, you were right. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.